comedy is so broad, you know, it's like, yeah, two moms can be super dirty and funny and racy and yeah, it can work. You know, maybe I'm having that permission. No, I don't want to hear two moms talking about raising kids. It's like, yeah, but have you heard these two moms do it? Welcome back to the show. I am so excited for you to be joining me today as we chat with our guests, Shannon Noel and Stacey Burrows, aka Mommy Tong. I literally feel like I need one of those cheering sound effects to go right here. <laughs> but before we dive into today's episode, just a quick reminder to please subscribe to the show. Whether you are listening on iTunes, Spotify, Audible, Google Play, press that subscribe button so you can stay up to date on episodes. And head on over to patreon.com slash to join the fam and help keep this show going every single week and get access to exclusive content, behind the scenes content, and early access for my music and writing. Again, that's patreon.com slash X-E-N-J-A. Your support means the absolute world to me. And now it's time for some shameless self-promotion. Have you heard my new electronic EDM single, Running With Wolves? If not, head over to zenya.bandcamp.com to listen to and purchase this moody, mystical single that tells the story of a lone wolf breaking free of all the external noise to let her inner light radiate outwards. And stay tuned for the kick-ass music video happening soon. Mommy Tonk is a comedy music duo based in Los Angeles, California. Stacey Burrows and Shannon Noel electrify the stage as they sing outrageously funny songs about the monotony of domesticity. These two saucy moms have taken the first decade of motherhood and turned it into anthems about lost youth, battle cries for big box stores, ballads about marital strife, odes to organic produce, and love songs for husbands. Each stage of motherhood is inspiration for their next song, sketch, or live show. It has been said that Mommy Tonk is not suitable for work, children, or anyone with standards, but Mommy Tonk is suitable for any audience hungry for ballsy originality. <laughs> Didn't think I would be able to read that without laughing. <laughs> well, I'm so happy you're here. I love both of you so much. Well, thank oh, you for having love us. love you. Yes. So we actually met a year ago at this point. Oh, we were in the Exmo show together. Oh, wow. Right before everything changed. Yeah. Wow. I forgot it was that show. Whoa. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Like time flies. I was thinking about this. I feel like it's gone so fast this year and it's also gone so slowly. <laughs> it's just been a yes. year. I'm feeling, the, yeah. I'm feeling the slower part of it, but that's all right. <laughs> yeah. Every day I feel parts of that. It's like, oh, this hour went by so slowly. This hour. Oh, my God. What happened? It's just like it's it's insane. Yeah, totally. Okay, so let's go back to the inception of Mommy Tonk. Where were both of you in your lives prior to creating it? Like, what sorts of things were you doing? Were you both moms at this point? And, and how did you meet? You go first, Shannon. 
Okay. Um, well, before um, before Stacy and I met, and before I found out about expressing motherhood, which we'll get to, and that's how we met. Um, I I had one little baby, and I had one baby in my belly, and I was working at the Geffen Playhouse in Hollywood as the assistant to the producing director there. We did all kinds of exciting stuff, worked on the Oscars, worked at the theater every day. Um, I did a lot of Second City. Um, I was doing improv and sketch and musical comedy there, and um, some commercials, uh, doing acting that was kind of way back, but I used to do that. And that's, that's where I was before. And I was always writing and I had a writing teacher that told me about expressing motherhood and then Stacy, and we can pick it up when yeah. we get to the, so, where we uh, met. yeah. So I, at the time, um, right before I met Shannon, I had two kids. Uh, I think they were probably, I don't know one in four or two in five or something like that. <laughs> um, and I had been doing stand-up for a long time. Um, and I had decided to talk about motherhood and comedy because it really wasn't done then. It's a long time ago. But I wrote this show called Tales from the Jamboree and I had put it into a contest called 15 Minutes of Femme uh, with Steve Silverman and Christina Wong. And uh it was funny because it was the first time I was really on stage talking about real stuff, you know, but anyway, um, and, uh, and my kids were, uh, you know, one in a baby Bjorn and one in preschool. And that's where I met Lindsay Cavett of Expressing Motherhood. And she said, I'm, I'm doing a show about motherhood. And I said, oh, I want to submit to that. Um, I'm a comic. And she goes, we don't do stand up. <laughs> it's not what the show is like, oh, I know, I know, I know. But like everything I'm going to talk about is legitimate pulling from my experience. It's more like a comedic monologue, you know, and she's like, I don't know, but she put me in and that's where I met Shannon. Oh so my God. I and love thank it. Thank God she put her in and thank God she put us both in because holy cow, can you, I mean, that was like a magical moment in time that we met backstage drinking wine. <laughs> so we went to the first rehearsal, not knowing each other, and a lot of the stories were dramatic. As you know, uh, the show has a little bit of everything, expressing motherhood. And um, I listened to some pieces that broke my heart, and I'm sitting there bawling because I'm like, oh, my God, what is this? I do comedy. Why am I here? And then Shannon pops out on stage with um, a breast pump and pajama pants, and that's it. And I was like, what? And she does this monologue that was just – it was perfect. It was perfect. Perfectly written, perfectly delivered. And I am, so I've gone from just sobbing to laughing so hard that I was then crying again. But anyway, I was like, oh my God, I want to know this girl. I've got to know this girl. Oh my God, I wonder if she'd be friends with me. So. Well, and then Stacy comes she, out. She would, and, actually. She would be friends with me. <laughs> cut to 11 years married. Um, or yeah, exactly. Years. <laughs> well, Stacy then comes out and does part of her uh, Tales from the Jamboree piece, which was her stand up piece that originally Lindsay didn't know that she really wanted stand up in there. And thank God that she let it happen because I was yeah. dying, um, cracking up at the most well delivered, timed, hilarious stand up piece that I'd ever seen. And then we go backstage and we're like, hmm. Cut to the showtime. There's a few bottles of wine that somehow Stacy and I commandeered between just the two of us. Listen, uh, meanwhile, I'm pumping, up. and Stacy doesn't care that I'm pumping and dumping because we're just drinking and talking about motherhood. And uh, this is—I won't take up much time with this, but I just have to say, fairly soon after that was my 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 oldest first birthday, and like first birthdays are kind of a big deal, or people we make them a big deal, and. 
I was talking to my mom. I'm like, well, I have this like new friend from my show and her name's Stacy. And I, do you think she would be weirded out if I invited her to Booker's first birthday party? Is that weird? And my mom's like, no, you should invite her, of course. And I'm like, hey, Stacy, this is Shannon. Do you want to come to my kid's first birthday party? And she's like, what time is it? Is there alcohol? And I was like, <laughs> yes, all the above come. And uh, I mean, we just became like soul sisters ever since and have leaned on each other since and Stacy's kids are a little bit older so I was constantly like what happens now what happened what do I do now what do I do now and don't ask anyway, don't ask that- me any questions <laughs> <laughs> at this point that yeah I, this I, point. Did, I parented pretty well before the pandemic but I never want to parent in a pandemic again because <laughs> oh my god shit gets real yeah in the 11th month Anyway, so then Shannon and I met each other doing Expressing Motherhood, and then I had an opportunity to do a show, and someone said, can you come entertain this crowd? And I was like, yeah. And they said, how much material can you do? And I was, they said, can you do an hour? And I was like, of course I can. And then I hung up the phone. I told my husband, Desmond, I was like, they want me to do an hour. He goes, how much time do you have? I said, "Ah, 20 minutes if I go slow. (laughs) So I called Shannon. I was like, hey, will you come and share the bill with me? so that I can fill this hour. And she's like, hell yeah. And that was the first show we wrote together, which was called, I'm not from here, but my kids are. And it was sort of the story of two Southern women raising their kids out of their element. Um, uh, I'm from Texas, Shannon's from Kentucky and raising your kids in Los Angeles was just not anything I thought I'd ever do. And now I'm quite happy I did, but you know, at the time I was like, what? That's amazing. I love that. That's how we met. So fun. I love that so much. Um, how did you come up with your name? Because I messed <laughs> with it. Do you remember that night? Yeah, I think. Hell, I mean, let's piece it together. Evan. I don't remember. We were at, um, we went my and recorded a song. Yeah. yeah, at Evans. Yeah. Yeah, we had a song. I, I don't even remember what song it was. was oh, it I do. Song? Was it love song? Yeah, it was Get Off Your Ashy Fucking Asshole. Okay, love it, was, uh, husband. It, was, <laughs> it was a love song for husband, which we also call Here's Me Communicating My Needs. And right. we, uh, my neighbor is like a professional composer, like composes for like SpongeBob and all kinds of big shows. And he's awesome. And he's a really nice guy. And he gave us some time in his studio and said he'd record the song for us. We're like, yeah. And um, he's very, he works very he's uh, meticulously. He's a night owl. And we're mm-hmm. moms. So we were like excited to be out, but also at like one in the morning, we were like, what? And it might've been two or two thirty in the morning. And we were like, you know what? We should probably like have a website and call ourselves something like, I mean, Shannon and we Stacey's like, good, but. We were like, it's kind of honky tonk for moms. And then I think one of us was like, what about mommy tonk? And we were like, see if it exists. Like is mommytonk.com available? And they're like, yeah, it's available. And I'm like, we're mommy tongue now. Yes. <laughs> we bought it that night. And then yep. I think the next month we were in Chicago on an expressing motherhood show. That's mm-hmm. right. And we were That's like, right. um, we were backstage and we both had these two songs. Um, and that normally we would go out and sing them individually. And um, we decided, hey, you should sing harmony on mine and I should sing harmony on yours. And let's share the stage and do some banter, which is what we do all the time as on our other show. And um, we, we just quickly made up some business cards with the name mommy tonk and like <laughs> got our website down and just, um, that night in Chicago, one night in Chicago, yeah. that's a, that's one the name of our Chicago. memoir. One night. I was in just going to say, that should be a name of the documentary about you guys. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when it just, it just, everything hit. It was yeah. great. 
Because up until that point, well, yeah, even in I'm not from here, but my, my kids are, we were never on stage at the same time. Can you imagine that? We were no. never on stage at the same time because on that show night, we only had one microphone, a cordless <laughs> mic. And so we had to like, when we switched, we had to run backstage and quickly give the other person the mic. And it was hilarious. And then that was the revelation. We're like, what if we went on stage at the same time? I mean, can you imagine like, what if we had two mics? <laughs> what if we had two mics? And what like, what if we like sang together? Anyway, it was really funny. So of course, now we've never been on stage without each other, which is great. <laughs> yeah. Better with people. I cannot, I cannot picture you on stage solo. I mean, like I can, but like not, not like, yeah. It's not I mean, as much fun. That's it for isn't. Sure. We, well, we I, definitely do it, but we're just like, uh, where's state? I'm always like, this is not as much fun. Like, I just picture like one of you backstage, like with, like the, as a sketch, like calling out and like interrupting the one like on stage. I think we did that at that first show, which by the way was like, packed like there packed. was packed biggest there crowd was like we've ever had people there and didn't even know what we were doing at the time yeah oh amazing yeah. Oh, so can you talk a little bit about your creative process are you just writing all of the time drawing from like literally every day-to-day -day experience yeah it it just is a page ripped out of our lives like whatever we're frustrated about or you know, whatever it's tugging at us we're like oh we gotta write about that we gotta write about that you know um Lots of times we get together when we can get together and we have been together during quarantine. Uh, we kind of decided early on that we would just be part of each other's pod. Um, and there have been weeks when we've done that and weeks when we've kind of taken a step back when numbers have gotten higher, et cetera. Um, but often the first hour of our rehearsal is us just shooting the shit yeah, and just, um, venting. Yeah. just venting and eating and, um, <laughs> Yeah, maybe strumming a chord, maybe playing some keys, and just talking and then, about what's going on. Yeah, and then one of us will just say something like, it "Just something will just come out naturally," and I'm like, "Well, that that's the song. We got to write that." And then Shannon will sit with the guitar, I'll sit with a notebook, and we just literally it's then it's just effortless because it's like a suggestion is made, it's a yes and situation, and then you got your verses and your choruses, and then you get your bridge, and then we figure out how to really play it because neither one of us are really musicians. <laughs> we're like, oh, I guess we could play that, right? Look I it up. We're like, that. what's the chord that goes with that? Like, can yeah. I make my finger do that? Note. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so. then suddenly it's like dark, and we're like, shit, we've been sitting here for five, six hours, and we didn't even realize it, which is and then pretty magical. The thing we try to do is write it, record it, and post it in the same afternoon because then it's fresh and and and, the, and then it kind of completes the circle you know what i mean so a session with us is you know somebody might walk in and go you're not working you're like this is our process okay we gotta shoot the shit we gotta bitch a little bit we gotta snack 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 <laughs> right 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 and then we go and put on some lipstick and brush our hair maybe <laughs> throw up a ring light and just and everything's on an iphone we don't we don't we don't have any fancy equipment we just well, have well, always used an iphone also, let's not forget that in the middle of that circle is oh, yeah. that the, the school's calling. Oh, I got to right. answer this because they always call Almost the like moms. That. doesn't matter if we're, I mean, and we're not going to turn our phones off unless we're like my phone's off right now, but like we have to keep our phones on because what if the yeah. school calls or what if yeah. a doctor calls or we're just constantly like multitasking yeah. even while we're working, which yeah. sometimes is frustrating and other times just adds to 
the song. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. No, I love that. And I love that you do it all like right then, because it makes like, for me, I'm like, oh my gosh, I wish I could do that. So then I don't overthink everything. We I haven't yeah. think for yeah. months about things. Yeah. Too much yeah. time, too much overthinking. And then you go, ah, what was I even the idea? Once we write a song and we post it and it lives, then like when we ultimately ended up recording an album, we were able to then take the song and tighten it or figure out a little bit of a different harmony, but not much, not much mm -hmm. changed from our original songs to our album, but it does grow a little bit. And of course we get more comfortable with it and we're able to play with it a little bit more when we yeah. perform it live, you know. And our only, our only rule as far as what we write, what we post is, did it genuinely make one of us laugh? Like if mm. one of us laughed big, we're like, that's it. So we don't write for anybody but each other. Okay. So I write for Shannon, Shannon writes for me. We're each other's audience. So we don't really, like, we never do anything that's offensive. We try never to cross a line. We'll get up to a line, but we will never like intentionally try to piss a group of people off because moms really should be united. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, but if it makes us laugh, then it, then we sell it. And we're like, yep, that works. Yep. Yeah. I mean, because we we'll represent. No, we can make that funnier. Yeah. Because we have really high standards because we know how funny we are to each other. You know, like I've seen Shannon just make me laugh harder than any human. And I'm like, no, 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 no. There's a better one. Hold on. Keep talking. Keep talking. And then she'll go, what about this? And I'll go, ah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. You know, that's <laughs> just yeah. great. Yeah. It's a great back and forth. Like we really, we really do have a lot of fun creating together and performing together, of course, but the creating of it is, it's a blast. It's not work. It's play. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. I love, like, I just did the artist way and they talk about play mm. all the time. Yeah. And it's, it. it was like giving myself permission to then do that. So yeah. yeah. Why would we spend so much time doing it if it isn't fun? You know, it's yeah. gotta be, it's gotta be fun. Definitely. Not that it's not hard sometimes. Jeez, Louise, yeah. it can be really freaking hard, but still yeah. fun. Yeah. Yeah. So how much practice goes into like a live show? Because your comedic timing is just on point. Like, I I think this was snap time, the, the <laughs> November performance in Exmo. I was deceased, deceased <laughs> on the floor. And the okay, so the problem with me being deceased, though, was... There was the same night as an artist way group, one of our meetings, and someone was talking. So I was double, I was double dipping oh, yeah. in Zoom, and yeah. someone was talking about something so serious, and I am dying laughing, and I didn't realize that I was still on yeah. camera. It's like, oh my yeah. god, I'm so sorry, it wasn't you. So yeah, <laughs> that's funny. Um, um, yeah, we once we get that banter, that the like the song is one thing, right? The song is pretty easy. The banter is where we really. Oh my God, we just wring it out until we just have exactly the right amount of information. And this takes a while and we never have it ready in rehearsal. Never, ever, mm -hmm. never. Wow. It comes together literally in that black, dark hallway right before we cross onto the stage and we go, oh no, you say this and then I'll say this and then okay. ba, 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 and then we launch into the song. And like literally that's our process. And we will rewrite, rewrite, rewrite and then sometimes end up right back where we started initially. But like- we just know each, like we share a brain. We're like, no, 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 that shouldn't be your line. That should be my line. Cause that I'm the, I'm the, like, I'm the super, like, I'm the stuffy one out of the two of us. You know what I mean? Those are our characters like, oh, you know, we can't, you know, you can't. And then Shannon's like the wild one, you know? 
So I'll be like, no, no, my character would never say that. Your character would say that. Or you know what I mean? Like it's, it's fun, but we know, we know, you'll we, know. We know. And we, know. we said that we know. Yeah. Even with our harmonies yeah. that happens, it's just like, we're like, what note are we going to hit? And we just like, look at each other and we hit on the same note. It's yeah. The harmony is crazy. I don't know anybody else on the planet that can do what we do. We'll pick a note out of thin air and Matt, you know what I mean? Like just, it doesn't matter. Like, yeah. I don't know that we could do it through Zoom, but if we're in the same room and one of us, we just know, we just know, you'll know. And I'm, I also want to give Stacey a lot of credit here because we definitely, the pair is amazing. Like our harmony is amazing and we can magically do it. But then if we want to get really a little bit fancier, Stacy will like sit down at the piano and she'll be like, dee, 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 dee. And like, okay, you take the seventh. I'm like, the seventh? She's like, yeah, this one. And I'm like, okay. And then we'll grab it. She's not going to take credit for this, but she's a master chorale that's the name of a group <laughs> anyway yeah that's me the Correct. master corral you are the master r a l l where the where the horses live and the, <laughs> the cows live no that you're very kind that's nice. it's super okay. fun though like we both sang in the church choir when we were growing up so we do have this experience of harmony and choral music and i think that does help us but man yeah i've never been able to harmonize with anyone like i can with stacy and it's so effort effortlessly yeah. most of yeah. the time exactly that, that just speaks to like how like connected soulfully you guys are yeah, yeah. for sure yeah. don't know where i'd be without just shanny shans i know i swear i mean we say this a lot but like I cannot, I cannot imagine my, I just can't even picture it. What have I been it. doing the last decade? I don't know. <laughs> what have I been doing? Know. I feel like I've Nothing. survived the early years of parenting uh, uh, by doing this, by, by writing about it with my soul sister. I mean, yeah. it's better honestly, than therapy. It, it is. is. It is therapy for us. Yeah, for sure. We, we get it out. We talk about it. We find a way to laugh at it. And mm -hmm. hope that we connect with someone else and that they connect with our story and that it makes them feel not so alone. alone in this world. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay. So I'm curious because you're such a unique duo. Did you have influences before you formed the group or was it also just like, this is like your audience was lacking in like mentors and, and people to relate to. And that was a reason to form. Curious about that. Um, it was never an intentional, hey, we never did this to like fill a need in the market. Okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Although no one was doing it. And still, I'm just going to say, no one is doing what we're doing. Yeah. No one. There are not two moms harmonizing. There will be in like a hot <laughs> minute and there'll be whatever, but, but nobody was doing it, but that, that's just, just an aside. I, I, of course we have influences. Like I love musical comedy. Like, are you kidding me? What's better than musical comedy? I love Tim Minchin and I love, you know, J Shannon, you love Weird Al Yankovic. We saw him live. We got to meet him. You know, what's, what's better than music and comedy? I mean, really. And we love Not duos. Like we, we do both love duos oh, starting, starting with the smother, the smother brothers, like old oh, school course. country kind of vibe. Yeah. Um, and Tenacious D, of course, uh, Garfunkel and Oates, um, Fly to the Concords. These are all people yeah. that we have always loved. But I think both of neither of us was like, I want to do that. I want to be in a comedy duo. I never thought about that. I mean, mm -hmm. throughout our lives, I know we've performed with other people, but 
it was just when we met, we just, it just kind of naturally became that. And then we both realized that we also both really loved these, you know, we both loved Tenacious D. We both loved the flight of the Concords and we did like, Oh, these are all duos too. We love them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. The comedy has always influenced both of us from childhood. Oh, yeah. We've both been Absolutely. influenced by comics and musicians and yeah. musical comedy and theater, you know? Yeah. I mean, I used to have, my brother had an eight track of uh, Steve Martin, Wild and Crazy Guy. And, it, you know, I'm much younger than my brother, but I would go steal it out of his room and be like, oh, you know, oh, this is great. And I was just like, oh, but I mean, comedy raised me. I mean, I, I would stay up late at night and we had cable, cable was new and I'd watch short attention span theater. And it was just clips. It was just clips of really funny comics, but you wouldn't have to watch an hour of their set. It was literally just like bite size. It was like Quibi back in the late seventies, early eighties, yeah. but, um, but yeah. it was great. And I'm like, you just learn. I just learned structure and delivery and timing and music and comedy all, you know, it's all about timing. It's all beats yeah. and rhythms and I just geek out on that stuff. Cause, cause here's the thing, <laughs> if it's right, everyone will know it. And right. if it's not right, everyone will know it. Mm. You can't fake timing. You can't fake it. You can't fake rhythm. You can't fake comedy. It's either. And again, every comedy is so broad, you know, it's like, yeah, two moms can be super dirty and funny and racy and yeah, it can work. You know, maybe I'm having that permission. Like, what? No, I don't want to hear two moms talking about raising kids. It's like, yeah, but have you heard these two moms do it? Because we try to bring an authenticity to it that we are Shannon and Stacy first. I've mm-hmm. been funny my whole life. So is Shannon. I know she has. You know, you get out of childhood traumas with humor, you get out of like volatile, you know, family relationships with humor, you know. That's how I survived my childhood. You know, I had a really angry group of people <laughs> that I lived with. And I was just able to break the tension with comedy. Just be being yeah. funny. I feel like we both grew up kind of in this, like, very polite Southern way. And we weren't supposed to do or say certain things growing up. Um, and we, we both did eventually start to speak those truths um, in a way that felt free and we weren't guarding ourselves. Our mm-hmm. influences, Steve Martin, I mean, uh, 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 Julie Brown, Weird Al Yankovic. I mean, even like even like the Violent Femmes or the Beastie Boys, like mm-hmm. hearing these people as we were growing up saying things that were slightly racy or had some curse words and from our, you know, kind of Southern Christian upbringing yeah. felt, mm-hmm. for me, it felt right and liberating. I was like, oh, liberating. I would like have Very that Violent Femmes cassette tape in my bedroom and hide it, mm-hmm. you know, and yeah, I don't know. I just loved that. And then when I became of age and was able to say those things and not, you know, get in trouble, get grounded or whatever, I was like, yeah, this is this is me. This is how I want to talk in song. We don't go around cursing exactly. all day, you know, but no. I mean, now I do. <laughs> you didn't see me 20 minutes ago, but all right. I was yeah, parenting I with color, colorfully language. Colorful parent- parenting. That's a great parenting book colorful parenting it's gnarly it's gnarly because you gotta zoom school wants you to give a shit about zoom school you know what i mean but i hate zoom school and my kid hates zoom school and so the two of us are sitting here going why are we even why are we pretend how long do we have to pretend that we care about zoom school (laughs) it's okay 
Yeah. It's okay. We'll, we'll get through this. Yeah. <laughs> it'll end eventually. It will. It will. <sighs> okay. Okay. What's next? What's daddy? Talk? Answer the question. <laughs> What's daddy talk? Yeah. What's daddy talk. What's daddy talk? <laughs> daddy talk is awesome. Oh, I okay. I didn't think it was possible for me to love you anymore. And then I saw a daddy talk post and I was like, yeah. okay, I guess it is possible. So Aww. we figured like we we were kind of sensitive to the fact that like moms love our show. Okay, because we're them, you know. And then we were like, but you know what? Men have feelings too, and men should be able to speak them their minds as freely. But if a man got up and did daddy talk material, it, he would be the most crude and misogynistic like asshole but because we're dressing with the beards and the hats and we're just we just take on these personas because we feel like it's it's a nice balance to like us going and them going you know it's just fun it's a fun alter ego yeah it is really fun and and we've we've had some fun with it like in random parts of the country doing it and not really knowing how it's going to be received yeah yeah Yep. Oh, sorry. Yeah, we're chatty. Sorry. Sorry. Um, <laughs> but uh, but um, yeah. So the funny thing about Daddy Tong is that every time we put a video out, like I'm, I'm really conscientious because I would I'll get a text or I'll get a message from a family member and they'll be like, "Do not make fun of your brother-in-law like that." <laughs> and then my husband will be like, "Is that about me?" And then I'm like, and then my dad will be like, "Oh." oh. I get it. That's about me. I'm like, no, that's the funny thing. It's not about anyone. It's about everyone and no one. Yeah. And like, yeah. it's just a character. It's you know, a stereotype like, of that guy. We're just making all guys that guy and uh, having some fun with it. Well, and that's why it's so funny because it can be so relatable. So many different people can think that you're talking about them. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. So we it's have gotten a really us into some trouble. <laughs> it does, but it's all right. Only the best kind of trouble. Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> totally. Oh, my God. I love it. They haven't been jailed yet. <laughs> Knocking yeah, on wood. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm curious. I didn't put this in the script, so I apologize. But I'm curious about your um, opinions on, on where the line is on comedy. Because mm -hmm. I feel like that's a tough one, especially right now. Like, we do have to be so sensitive and... Mm -hmm. Comedy, like comedy and humor is the best medicine in, in my opinion as well. So I'm just, I'm curious about right. that. We try to be funny first, okay? But then we run it through a filter uh, where we look at each other and go, ah, you know what? We've come to know so many moms through Expressing Motherhood and Mommy Talk and just the little village that we've built, right? And we go, ooh, you know what? Her kid actually deals with that thing that would be, you know, if that mom heard this joke, how would she feel? Mm -hmm. Would that hurt her feelings? And then we go, okay, we have to rethink that because what might be funny and might of course get a laugh. If it's hurtful to anybody, we're just not going to do it. We mm -hmm. don't want anybody to walk away from a show going, Ooh, I was cringy or how that hurt or, Oh, it felt really targeted by that. However, we will talk about topical issues. Like, well, we dance around politics in our show, but we don't ever, we're not political. But we try to bring, bring forth an idea where, you know, we're just, look, we perform across the South. We're both from the South, but we have very progressive views. So we're in Texas or we're in Kentucky or Tennessee and we sing our song, Apple Pie, which is, we take you to church a little bit. 
by just showing you that like all the things that we grew up learning about is loving one another and being kind to one another. And like, we show you a little bit of the hypocrisy that's coming out of the South right now, but we do it in such a safe way and such a funny way. And the harmonies are so tight that they're like, oh, well, hold on a minute. I agree with, oh, she's talking about us, but I agree with you. It's like, that's the magic of mommy talk because we're like, yeah, we're making a point. Did you get it? It is so funny to see that you can see the audience go through it too. When we're on stage, if if the light's right and we see them, like they start cheering because we've said the word Jesus. And then they're like, oh, oh, wait. But then we say like, Jesus is brown, not lily white. And they're like, oh, oh, And maybe they walk away with, with a, maybe later they're like, huh, I don't, I don't know. We're not, we're not trying to change anybody, but we want yeah. to, we want to wake some people up in their sleep. Yeah. <laughs> totally. <laughs> you know, there's a way to do it where it's fun and light and sweet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But yeah. <laughs> Boy, there are written years some songs though, that we've, that we've never posted. We'll just say that. Oh okay. yeah. Okay. <laughs> There's a song that Shannon and I have written recently that, Oh God, nothing makes me laugh harder than that song. And we just will never, ever, 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 ever post it. But it's a good one. It's a Maybe real when good we're 80, one. When we're 80. <laughs> and we're wearing purple. With a red hat. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Or if we're if somewhere in a living room and, and you're there, we'll play it for you. I'm very curious to know what the song is. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. So where is Mommy Tonk going in the future? If you have plans, go to the moon. To the moon. Oh my god! I literally <laughs> said that. I went to the moon. Did we both to the moon? Let's oh go my to god. The moon. Okay. Yeah. That's um, right. I'm going to the moon. Next question. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> Listen, when the world opens up again, Mommy Tong is going to just, you know, pick up where we left off. Last year on February 23rd, we packed um, the three clubs in Hollywood. It's this cool cabaret with this awesome bar, beautiful lights, great sound, fantastic vibe. And we did like a two-hour show with our band, the Assless Chaps, and it was the most I mean, I look back on that night now and go, oh my God, none of us could have imagined that within three weeks of that show, we would be living in the world that we're living in now. So that night was such a gift. So where are we going? We're going to go to every town that'll have us and we'll keep doing little shows. And if, you know, if somebody got involved in a management or a, you know, kind of a representative way that, that could help us get to larger audiences, bigger theaters. We would not say no to that, but it's not going to stop us because right. we built this thing from scratch and now we roll through towns and we just, it's all word of mouth. You know, it's all social media. And, you know, again, the people who follow us, they they have a personal connection to us. You know, mm-hmm. that's the great thing about having a dedicated, you know, group of followers because they know us we're all friends now you know what I mean Mm -hmm. it's not a bunch of randos it's just our friends Mm -hmm. and we have Mm -hmm. a lot of friends now yeah we we do want to make another album and drink oh yeah we're we're writing another album we have one album and that and it's great it has all of our like original material 
And um, we've written many songs during quarantine and, and up until quarantine that are not on an album yet. So we're 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 kind of getting ready to to get that going again when when things can and when it's safe for all of us to go back in the studio because we like to all be there together as much as possible. Um, and so I don't know when that'll happen, but I would imagine within the next two years, max that will cut oh, another album. It and better I'm, not be two years. I'll lose I know. my damn mind. I was giving us a padding. Like within huh. a year, we'll have another album. There you ready. go. There you go. All right. All right. Sorry. I got to have something to live for, Shannon. <laughs> <laughs> I got a bottle of Tito's over here. Come on. I live for that. <laughs> I think what we miss most is like when Shannon and I would go out of town to do these little gigs, you know, just little, they're not even big shows. They were just little whatevers. You know what I mean? And we would just get a hotel room. We'd always find a cheap hotel on like, what did we use? Um, hotel Tonight. Hotel, hotel Tonight. tonight. <laughs> and we'd just find a little boutique hotel that was marked down. And we'd just, you know, it was just the greatest. It was just the greatest. We'd do the show and then the two of us would stay up all night drinking and writing and posting ridiculous stuff, you know, and working. Yeah. <laughs> it's working. Yeah, it was so that I miss it so much that yeah, it can get real, real sad. And uh and then just you just gotta get back to the paper and try to write and remember that this is not forever and and we can do some Zoom shows. It's definitely not the same. We've definitely we did a full Zoom show. We're doing Zoom shows, we're in other people's shows. Um but man, there's nothing like us being together on stage with a live audience and just being there with everybody and laughing at laughing with them and yeah. drinking with them afterwards and talking shop and Yeah, it's yeah. been a hot second since since I've been like a performer, but do you feed off of like a live audience's energy? Oh, yeah. yeah. The show can shift too, just depending. Like I, I keep bringing I, I brought up before the show and in Texas, we did the show in this little town called Harlingen, Texas, which is a border town. And um, Stacy has some family around there. And we had a big audience of just warm hearted family and friends, and then their extended family, and a lot of men with their big cowboy hats on that yeah. we were so We've surprised. We've never by. seen that many men. Yeah, they thought it was like a couple's night out. We're like, eh, it's more mom's night, but men can come, of course. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What happened next, Shannon? Well, I mean, first of all, it was an amazing show. I'm just going to say that. But there were some issues when we first got there with sound. There, there was like, again, we had like one mic that worked. There were, the acoustics were terrible. Uh, we had to scramble through. We had to like go to Best Buy and buy a speaker or something. I don't know. We just had yeah. to pull it all together in about 40 minutes because it was a banquet they didn't hall. have, it was just a banquet yeah. hall. And we it just, we just, whatever. And ended up being probably our most fun favorite show. Oh. And as far as like reacting with the audience, like it shifted. We could not believe these cowboys were getting up, clapping. They were heckling us. They were heckling us like friendly heckles. And we were just lobbing it right back to them. And they had such a fun attitude about it. Cause they knew they're like, oh, she's talking about us. But they didn't (laughs) care. It wasn't like, I'm offended. Right. They were like, They were all, it was like an audience full of daddy tonks, basically. Oh my God. We're talking about And daddy tonk came out at that show too. And they were like, what the? (laughs) And then they just got into it. And I think the show was like a three and a half hour show. And it was, it was uh, such a blast. So yeah, we definitely play off an audience and anything they give us or don't give us, but we rarely don't get any feedback. We're, we're usually 
I don't think we've ever had a show where people are bored. That has never happened. Never will. Never will. <laughs> my dog might be bored. He's, she's back there on that couch. I've got, a, I've got my dog sleeping over here. I see River. <laughs> I need to get a dog. That's like been yes. on the list. Yeah. Good thing. All right. Um, is there anything else before we jump into final five that I didn't ask that you want to share? We're just going to keep, you know, writing from our lives in yeah. quarantine. <laughs> the, I mean, the material never ends. Our kids yeah. are still around. Our husbands are still here and life is still happening. Yeah. I'm excited for your quarantine inspired stuff. I feel like that's going to be really we're so we're excited too yeah all right final five speed round although it hasn't really been speed round the last couple interviews I've done so it's fine (laughs) um what's your favorite song you've written to date oh mama tom song Mm -hmm. uh oh I think it's got shit it's gotta be snap time I mean, it really, snap time, and I have Target in my head just because Jesus. I yeah. mean, I, I I can't get it out of my head ever. I think um, it's snap, snap time and apple pie are my two favorites. Just I get such a joy out of both of those. Yeah, I like Target, and I love performing Mom Crush, um, yeah. which we didn't write the original tune, but we it's a parody of a of a of a of a country song, and I freaking when we sing that together on stage, I it is my favorite song to perform live with you. Okay, second question. What's been your favorite performance to date? You kind of just said that, but that's okay. Yeah, <laughs> it has to be Harlingen. Well, I think, I think Harlingen. it's high between Harlingen and then that Vermont show where we wrote that I have a dream oh, speech about yeah. their, this tiny town in Vermont, Burlington, Vermont, got um, a Target. Their very first Target was opening. And we were going to sing just a Target recently. song. Yeah, it was just a couple years ago. And um, we were like, oh, well, we'll sing the Target song for that show. And they were like, wait a minute, we can't do the normal setup. We've got to we've got to make it really special for these ladies because this is a huge deal. So we borrowed the Martin Luther King "I Have a Dream" speech, but we rewrote it anyway. It's on our website on one of the podcasts from Burlington, Vermont. It's it was recorded live and it cracks me up because it, we literally went to a restaurant and got hammered at the bar and wrote it on a cocktail napkin. And the next night we just knocked it out of the park like I don't know how we remembered all that but we did and we knocked it out of the park and, and they loved well. it yeah they loved yeah. it so much because I mean it meant Good so memory. much to them to have this target and you can imagine a house full of moms um excited about the target because geez who's not excited about a target in your town I'm li- like after we're done here I'm going to target I, I am to. too I haven't been in like three weeks and I'm like oh, I do you need my addiction <laughs> it's drawing me in Okay, third question. What's one piece of advice you have for moms out there? Uh, Learn how to let shit go. Let it go. Let it go. And do not compare yourself to other mothers. Because trust me, you do not want their life. You're only seeing a filtered version of their life on Instagram. And let me tell you, what's happening behind that camera is not a life you want. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You do you. That's my advice. You do you. I second that. I'll add, uh, keep doing the thing you love to do. Try to yep. try to just find any time. If it means getting up early, if it means staying up late, whatever it means, you, you keep doing you because 
If you don't, you will lose a part of you. And maybe that shifts what you do. Maybe it shifts, but keep having some time to yourself to do your creative work. Okay. Unless your creative work is crystal meth, and then don't do that. And don't, don't do that. <laughs> it's really hard to parent on crystal meth. While you're high. Just say it. Maybe it's okay. easier. I don't know. I've never tried it, but it sounds like something I've read in a baby book. Maybe Dr. Spock said it, but don't parent while on crystal meth. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're not advocating for that. Okay. No. no. Um, is there anything you do when you're feeling blocked creatively? I'll have to do something. Well, Shannon knows I can't sit and let an idea come to me. So what do I do? I'm a busybody. I got to get up. I got to walk around. I got to do something. I got to sort stuff. Clean. I got to clean. Yeah. Oh, clean the house. Absolutely. Clean the house. I, what do I do? I got to hike or something. And Stacy, I think Stacy likes to hike too. Got to hike a little bit. Um, I also have I to mean, get, sometimes I get I'm really angry. frustrated. Yeah. If I'm angry, I have to vent. And like, yeah. if whoever's in the house is going to hear me, like I used to have the house to myself all day. So I'd be like, oh, and then I can go, oh, I can write a song about that and feel good. Now, if people are just here, <laughs> the other day, my husband's like, why are you screaming at me? I'm like, oh, 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 I am venting in my kitchen and you are in the kitchen. So if you do not want to hear me vent, this isn't to you. This is just to the world. Like, get out of the kitchen. This isn't meant for you. And he's like, oh, okay. And I'm like, yeah, bye-bye. You can't solve it. Just let me get through it. That's what I do. I love that. It's like morning pages, but it's audible. Yeah. You got to get through all that cobwebby stuff. Yeah. Oh my God. My morning pages. Yeah. My morning pages are like, I'm so mad about this. So yeah. And it's it's out and I can move on and it's fabulous. I call that a rage vomit. It's Mm. called rage Rage vomiting. I love that. (laughs) Okay. Final question. What's one thing you've learned from creating Mommy Tonk? I'm sure there. Learned how to play the piano again. I learned the chord of B7. (laughs) Uh, Oh, I'll tell you what what I've learned from Mommy Tonk is that a collaboration is so much stronger and better than a solo project. Mm. Hands down, any day. It's always better when you are doing it with someone else. I like that. Yeah. I've learned a lot about marriage because, because a collaboration, like we are creative partners and we go through it and we're talking about some heavy stuff. We may not say all the heavy stuff in the song, but the stuff that comes out, it's heavy. And so mm-hmm. we, we are close knit. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know how, I'm not really explaining it well, but um, I, I'm just adding on to the collaboration. Yeah, collaboration is key. And I've learned a lot about collaboration. Some things you let go, some things you fight for, some things you, um, something, things get better with collaboration. Yeah, I'm just adding on to that. Collab. And I totally, I totally needed to hear that because I'm like, up until a few weeks ago, I was trying to do literally every single thing by myself and I was driving myself insane. And I had, I'm working with a career coach and she was like, girl, delegate. So yes, yeah, I'm, I'm in, I'm in the early stages of collaboration and learning all of that. And it's, it's truly, it's like, wait, it's hard when you are a type A kick-ass woman because yeah. we can do anything, yeah. all three of us. Like we can do whatever we need to do on our own. But mm-hmm. why would we when we don't have to? And when Stacy's yeah. better at this and I'm better at that, like we just divide yeah. and conquer. You walk then, into a room and there great. are mics and cables and 
mixers and electric stuff or technical stuff, I just walk in the room. I'm like, oh yeah, no, 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 this isn't my, this is not my vehicle. And, uh, this is not my wheelhouse. And, uh, Shannon, I, I let me go get you some coffee and I get you some snacks and I'll be back because if I'm in the mix, I'm just gonna fuck it up because that's what I do all the time. So I just try to make myself. And if we need to get category. paid for something and the person that needs to pay us is standing oh, there yeah. and, oh, yeah. and like it's time for us to leave and we're pulling out of a town and I can get our check. I can I'm get like, check. oh, that's okay. You can pay us never. It's fine. Okay. Stacey's yeah. like, oh, hi. So um, we're ready to take the check. Like she just goes in with all her Southern awesomeness and no qualms and just the greatest grace. And where we have a check in hand and I'm like, thank yeah. you. And just, I peel out of the parking <laughs> lot. <laughs> like we just have, we know our talents and what we're good at and we share those duties. And so, yeah, I think that's the number one thing is all the intricacies of collaboration. The ups, the downs. I'm, really a lot good of at, I'm also really good at getting upgrades at hotels. Oh shit, man! We'll be like at, we'll be like in the basement without a parking spot, and next we're in the penthouse. And I'm like, how'd you do it? She's like, I just thought, you know, I just told them what they needed to do for us, and they did it. And I was like, all right, well. pretty much. <laughs> I am- I'm just super nice to people. I'm really nice to service industry. Anything, service industry. Cause I used to work in service industries. So I'm just kind of like, Oh, I know how to do this. Hey darling. How you doing? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in New York city, we had a, a suite that was like bigger than my house in a, in a New York city hotel where our room was supposed to be like this big. I was like, Oh my God. Oh yeah. We were supposed mind. to be in a closet. That was a great room. <sighs> That's impressive. That's really impressive, Stacey. <laughs> I'm impressed. Just being nice. And also, yeah. like, not walking away from that desk until you get what you want. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was going to say, it's not just being nice. You've got some, like, mm-hmm. yeah, you're persistent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Thank Mama you. Likes nice Mama likes nice things. <laughs> yeah. Oh, totally. Um, yeah. Okay. I'm going to, I'm going to outro now. Awkwardly. Okay. Our outro, but just th- truly <laughs> thank you so much for being here and chatting with me and my listeners. I love both of you. I was thinking about this, like you two are two of the first people who ever made me feel truly like seen and heard. And I oh. will always like my heart. I love both of you so much. So I'm, I can't wait to hug both of you. I told Shannon, I'm coming to LA, like relocating in Heck June. Yes. So once the pandemic's over, big hugs. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yes. Um, Family, go check out Mommy Tonk. You can find them on Instagram at Mommy Tonk or visit their website, mommytonk.com. They're two of the funniest, most talented people I know. And I promise you, we'll make you laugh and bring some humor and joy, which we all need right now. Thank you so much. We love you. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you have enjoyed your time today. Please take a minute to press that subscribe button on iTunes, Spotify, Audible, Google Play. And if you liked today's episode, please rate and leave a review. It would mean so much to me and it helps more listeners like you find this podcast. You can connect with our guests and myself on social media. All of our information and more is listed in the description of this episode. I'm your host, Senya. See you next time. Thank you.